Welcome back to Sundays are for the boys. I'm your host, Nathan Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at NAT03. On this episode of Sundays are for the boys, I'm going to give you three players the Cowboys may pick in the second round of the 2019 NFL Draft. Keep in mind, they do not have a first round pick because of the Amari Cooper trade, but they should be able to get impact players from rounds three to f- two to four. It's a pretty deep draft at most positions. So first, let's address the Cowboys' five biggest needs that they need to address this offseason. In no particular order, offensive linemen, safety, defensive tackle, wide receiver, tight end. Those are probably the five biggest that I think everybody can agree on. Uh, And so I think the key to this draft, key to every draft, but especially because we don't have a first-round pick, is when we get to that selection at 58 in the second round, the Cowboys will have their their rankings on. You know, they'll know what they need most. And all that they say, we, we pick the best player available, that that's not uh, that's not truly that's not fully true. Uh, when it comes to 58th pick, say the Cowboys think that safety is a bigger need than tight end. They'll be like, oh, or let's say tight end is a bigger need than safety, okay? And it gets to the 58 pick, and they say, we could draft this guy, but we could probably select this other safety that we really like and draft a tight end later in the draft because of how strong that position is. And that's going to be the key, because you don't want to say, okay, we our base need is defensive tackle, so we're going to take a defensive tackle at this. And what if the... Defensive tackle is like the 80th best player on the board, right? You want to take the best player that fits your need, that fits the rest of the draft board. It's it's a complex thing. You're not just looking at who's number one on the list of top players, right? Because, say, yeah, it just it's not what happens. It's a lot more complex than that. You have smart people like Stephen Jones doing doing those decisions. And so let's start with. The first prospect that I think the Cowboys could select at pick 58, David Edwards, right tackle out of Wisconsin. Physically, the offensive lineman has pretty much everything you look for in a in a prospect. The height, six seven, weight three fifteen. These are his college measurements. Expect them to be a little bit different come combine time this weekend. Strength, athleticism. Everything that's needed to play at the next level physically. I mean, he's a, he's a beast of a man. He's long arms. I mean, you see this guy and you're like, that's offensive tackle. Like he he's a he's an all pro caliber player just by looking at him. Like you're, he's scary. But he actually played quarterback in high school. Went to Wisconsin to play tight end, but ended up playing offensive tackle at Wisconsin. And so I think this is the only reason he's not a first round pick. I think. If he had more experience at the offensive line position, he would be a lock for being selected in the first round. But he's only been playing for like four years, and so he's going to fall a little bit. But he has tremendous upside. And uh, I already have a verbal trademark on a joke that I know all the Dak haters will say if we draft this guy. Oh, they should just put Edwards in at quarterback. It's better than Dak Prescott, something like that. I'm trademarking whatever joke you want to make that, so don't say that. I don't want to see after we select Edwards at 58 
all this hate on Dak Prescott. This guy, just be realistic with your jokes at least. Make them, like, plausible. But, anyways, let's continue talking about Edwards. He's a dog in the run-blocking game. That's his best attribute. When he traps the finish with his hands and digs his feet, he's nearly unstoppable. He has a solid anchor um, when he's trying to gain grass. His biggest problem is his footwork and his pass blocking. On his kick slides, he'll sometimes get too far wide or too narrow. Luckily for him, his long arms bail him out by trying to redirect the end, bending the edge for just long enough for the quarterback to get rid of the ball. We'll see sometimes uh, when he's too wide, uh, people will uh, do an inside swim move and um, rush inside or will get too narrow and they'll just bend around him. And yeah, that and that footwork's the one of the most key things for offensive linemen. So it's definitely not like a something you can gloss over and be like, oh, it's fine, we'll get better at that. Um, you have to really see how he is. And so I'm anxious to see on the combine what he looks like moving his feet. And I mean, he definitely has the strength, and his hands are great. Sometimes his feet will, um, I mean, his hands will kind of get kind of high a little bit. But overall, I think he's a good player that is like what you're looking for in the second round. A lot of second rounders are guys that, whether they have question marks, of like red flags, like off-field problems, health problems, um, stuff like that. That's why they're in the second round, not the first round. And so the difference between an end of a first-round player and a second-round player aren't dramatically different, usually. And so he's a little raw in his technique, but... I think his physical traits give him a, give him enough upside that the Cowboys might draft them. The Cowboys need to regain its strength on the offensive line. Jason Garrett, on the last year's deal, he definitely wants the unit to be dominant once again. Travis Frederick is supposed to be a full participant in all offseason workouts, so he should start back at center once again. That's huge for the Dallas Cowboys. Connor Williams, despite what the main narrative is, he progressed as the year went along. Edwards, uh, this prospect, could fill in at right tackle, taking over Lyle Collins. And this is my whole bold prediction for this whole offseason. It's that the Cowboys draft Edwards and trade Collins to another team during the draft to get another like fifth, fourth, probably like fifth round pick and save $8.5 million in cap space. Collins only has one year left on his deal, so I don't, I don't think we can get like a third or a second or anything for him. I think it'll be like a a fourth would be generous. But if they do that draft Edwards and feel confident in him, this could be a move to gather room to play to pay, you know, Dak Prescott. Eight point five million dollars is a lot of money. Um invest that towards Earl Thomas, Dak Prescott, like Zika Elliott, Amari Cooper, Jalen's like there's tons of players the Cowboys need to sign up and that's eight point five million dollars that are just waiting to be saved. And so I, I think that could be a great decision. I don't think we'll trade him before the draft. I just think it might happen during like day three. And I mean, the teams all over the league are desperate and need to tackle. And Lyle Collins, he was not good this year, but it wasn't horrendous. He, had some bad, he was inconsistent, but it wasn't horrendous. So there'll be some desperate teams that just remember the name. There'll be scouts that remember him from coming out of college and like, oh yeah, this guy, if we can get him for a fifth rounder, that's, just, that's a steal. So hopefully that that could work out. Next is Caden Smith, tied in out of Stanford. Now I know what you guys are all saying. We do not need another rookie Stanford tight end. 
Dalton Schultz, he came from Stanford. He was not as good as all the draft analysts said. Yes to all of that. I understand your reasoning. But in my personal opinion, Caden Smith is just a way better tight end. What is my main criticism about the Cowboys offense? It's not that it is predictable or simple. It's that they literally avoid the middle of the field. And whether it's Dak's fault or the scheme's fault is a great debate, but I think that Dak and Scott Linhan just did not believe in the tight ends. Early in the season, they got a few tipped balls that were intercepted. That doesn't help confidence in your tight ends. And they never really had just a big enough mismatch to strike between the hashes with confidence. And so when you're just throwing outside the numbers, it's pretty easy to defend. You look at nowadays NFL, the Rams especially, I think they're the blueprint of this. Safeties can't knock the helmet off a, a wide receiver coming across the middle anymore. And so there's less fear. There's, it's better... There's a better chance that you can get a completion in the middle of the field when defenders are a little bit, kind of like have their hands behind their back. And the the Rams do that so well. They just strike the middle. And when you strike the middle, you have to get a safety over top because, you know, cover two, that's the whole that's the hole in cover two is right down the seam. And so they'll have to put a safety there and change up their coverage, which opens stuff everywhere up, everywhere else. Uh so back to Caden Smith, uh, his best attribute is that he runs down the seam and makes contested catches. If you don't believe me, go watch the Stanford-USC game. It was a great game. Uh, came down to the wire. Late in the fourth quarter, Smith ran a seam route and climbed the ladder and caught a touchdown in traffic. Guy on his back. It was amazing. Uh, he is above average speed vertically. Uh, his routes are not great, but he is basic understanding on how to run each pattern. Uh, Stanford, their route tree is pretty pretty large for the tight ends. Uh, so he's experienced running everything, but I, not as much experience as Sanjay Lal, the, the wide receiver coach. Um, his view on route running. And so I'll get all, that'll get better. In run blocking, he can beat defensive linemen with technique rather than strength. And that's the biggest, I think, Good thing about him and bad thing about him is he's, he's a pretty smart uh, tight end. He's pretty smart. He just doesn't have enough like upper body strength to just block someone head up on like down blocks, and, and he's successful at. And he uses angles to beat defensive end rather than just hitting him in the nose and pancaking him. It's rare that you see a guy like Gronkowski that can do both. Um, Edwards has. Sorry, not Edwards. Uh, Caden Smith. He has amazing feel and wanted to climb to the next level. I think if he were drafted to Dallas, at the very least, he would be a solid contributor and get a lot of reps a game. But I think, depending on how training camp goes, I think I would not be surprised if he starts and contributes from day one. Uh, he's good hands. I think that's the main thing Dak, Dak wants you just to be able to catch the dang ball. Uh, he's not the best, most accurate quarterback, but you got to help him out when he actually gets it to you. You got to bring it. You can't tip it up and get intercepted by a safety. He's not going to look your way as much. It's just psychology. Before I go on and tell you 
the next player that I think the Cowboys may be interested in selecting in the second round. I want to tell you about our Patreon account. So we just got a Patreon account for Sundays are for the boys. The link will be in the description. And basically for just $1 a month, no other hidden fees or anything, just $1 a month, you can support and be a contributor to this podcast. Um, that money will be helping us to get better equipment. And um, we'll be giving away like prizes and stuff. And so this first prize, after we get 100 patri- patrons or contributors, as we call it, we'll give a free jersey to one of those patrons. And so we'll just like randomly select one. And so that could be you for just $1 a month. It's less than a pack of gum. It's pretty cheap. So tell your friends, tell your family about this. Uh, it'll be a, it'll mean a lot to us. Um, trying to get just this podcast off the ground. It'd be amazing. Once again, that link will be in the description. Just $1 a month to have a chance of getting a Dallas Cowboys jersey. Okay, so now I'll go to the last um, prospect that we're going to be discussing this episode. Taylor Rapp, safety out of Washington. This guy. (laughs) Every draft, you kind of have, you know, that one player that you use. You may not be the best player in the draft, but you just... Could, you can see him in your mind. You dream. You're like, that guy is a cowboy just waiting to be drafted, right? He'll fit in perfectly. He'll get us to the Super Bowl, right? I dream this a lot. Um, Taylor Rapp is my guy. <laughs> I will flip out if we draft him. When you watch this um, film, you see his position flex. He can play in the slot, center field, in the box. I mean, he plays a lot of hybrid line. He does everything. He's pretty much everything. And physicality is never the question with rap. That's what I love about him. Um, he'll just fly around and hit people. He likes to hit people. He, like He's not one to avoid contact. Uh, he'll uh, you know, go make a play on the ball, but he'll also go downhill and try to knock out that running back. Like He's an aggressive safety. Uh, the only kind of negative like report on the player from scouts is that he doesn't have elite range meaning that he can't make up yardage on the field and get in position to make plays in the ball. I don't think this is 100% truthful. He has the speed and explosion to carry defenders on the field, in my opinion. Sometimes he um, is slow to decide whether to turn his hips and run down the seam, but he's he, saying he has no range is an exaggeration. Uh, he is a natural box safety, definitely. That's where he's most comfortable. And um, his play style kind of allows that to be true. He can play against the run, against the pass. In three years against in three years at Washington, Rapp recorded seven interceptions, two forced fumbles, and six pass deflections. That's nice. Uh, he makes plays. The Cowboys defense, you know, they've struggled to get a lot of turnovers recently. So imagine if the Cowboys get Earl Thomas, who I think is seventy percent I would give it a 70% likelihood that Earl Thomas is a Cowboy come 2019. We have him and Taylor Rapp at strong safety. Ooh. I mean, it's not an exaggeration. I think their turnover problems would pretty much go away. And given that other teams have been flirting with hiring Chris Richard as their defensive coordinator or head coach, I think Dallas will probably pay more respect to his suggestions in the draft room. Uh, they're going to try to ent- keep him and entice him to stay as long as they can. 
Rashard developed Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor in Seattle. And I just have a feeling that he would like to do that again. And I think Taylor Rapp can be molded into a Cam Chancellor-like player. I think Taylor Rapp's ceiling is all pro. Uh, I love this guy. Uh, the only reason I think he's falling to the second round rather than high in the first round is because of that range. A lot of teams, they just want to get a free safety that can play center field. And he's not that guy. I mean, he can do that if you want to. But I think his ability to play in the slot, in the box, I think that sh that should increase his draft stock. Um, and you can do things instead of having to go in the nickel package to get a nickel corner on a slot receiver when they have three wide receivers on the field. I think you can just put Taylor Rapp against the slot and be 100% confident that he'll do a decent job. His ball skills are fantastic. Uh, and he just fits the style of defense Marinelli and Richard try to run. He has a great attitude. I mean, he'll be a hot boy by the end of the year. He can he can rush the passer, rush the passer. Don't doubt that. Uh, I mean, I just get pumped up watching him fly around and laying the wood on receivers. He likes to hit people, and he hits them cleanly most of the time. He doesn't like lead with his head. He'll lead with his shoulders and just um, make the receiver fear him for the rest of the game. To be frank. And um, he's just an amazing player. So those are three players. Once again, we have Caden Smith, tight end out of Stanford, David Edwards, right tackle out of Wisconsin, and Taylor Rapp, safety out of Washington. Before signing off, I'm just going to remind you, go to that Patreon account. The link's below. And it's only $1 a month, and you'll be helping us push out better content and give us the ability to be able to give away prizes and everything just for one dollar a month once we get a hundred patrons we'll give away a Dallas Cowboys jersey for free to someone and we're gonna be doing more of that we'll shout you out on this podcast if you win and we plan on doing that for the rest of this podcast's life I guess doing more of these prizes make it a little more fun a little bit more interactive with all you listeners that's all we have for you today I'm gonna be back soon Stay tuned. This is Sundays are for the boys.